0: like music is so weird <clears throat> all right for this episode we'll be talking about throbbing gristle doa third and final report on the line i have rob que pasa? ben hello and kyle doa the third and final report is a second studio album by the industrial music pioneers throbbing gristle released in december 1978 uh, by the industrial record label it was produced by Throbbing Gristle, and the genre is industrial. I'm going to read from the book. Chris Shade, DoA immediately attracted controversy. Its arty jokes, like speeding up United to last a mere th- 16 seconds, also has some of the most musical moments of splendor. Piojo's beautiful weeping is a wor- as worthy as anything Jim Morrison or Ian Curtis compose, while Chris Carter's AB slash 7A is an excellent Kraftwerk-esque tribute to ABBA. The harrowing hamburger lady utilizes synth psychedelic vacuum cleaner noises to create a dark clinical ambient around uh, the story of a burn victim. Death threats taken straight from uh, TG's answering machine is a fair representation of this notorious quartet's popularity back then. Their live sonic assault is documented by the pummeling wall of sound. Throughout the record, the band's lack of technical ability is compensated by their inventive use of electronics, field recording equipment, early computers, and primitive sampling techniques. Despite splitting in 1981, their tremendous influence has encompassed everyone from Depeche Mode, Nine Inch Nails, and other electronic innovators such as Carl Craig and Andrew Weatherall, leading to a triumphant live reunion in uh, two thousand four. Even so, this album can stand alone as a worthy legacy. All right, what do we think of Throbbing Gristle? DoA. How do you guys feel about
1: this? It is hard. <laughs> this hard. is a hard listen, man. The cost of entry. <laughs> yeah, is rough. Like I like weird shit. This is hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is hard for me. It makes the residents sound uh, like which, the Beatles. <laughs> it really does which i uh, i just saw a, a a post uh regarding the residents which doesn't have to go on this but whatever uh someone uh compared them they to the beatles and just said they are the avant-garde beatles and uh uh what was the one that we did duck uh duck stab yeah duck duck stab would have been their revolver
2: oh i saw that same post i'm now playing yeah, there yeah. it is. Thank
1: you.
0: Rob, you're All right, we can totally we can distorted now. What happened? Oh, thank goodness. I thought yeah. it was my headphones okay. again.
2: Okay, me
1: too. Uh, am I distorted now? No. no, you're fine. Okay, I apparently pushed pushed up the thing.
2: He, he pushed the throbbing gristle button, dude. Oh. I did, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <That's funny. laughs>
1: Amazing. In
2: fact, at first, I, I, I just assumed it was part of uh, Valley of the Shadow of Death.
0: This album, for me, was the college... Uh, or the my music in one of my music introductions into noise and industrial and and someone's like, well, here's where you go. Here's the backstory of industrial and noise music. And I was like, cool. I listened to it and I said, this might be where it started, but I don't think I'm on board with I'm on board with some of it conceptually, but as an album, I just I was like, yeah. Okay, um, it seems more, and the more I invested in, into thinking about Throbbing Gristle, I was like, I'm sure the show would have been wild, and I'm sure their art performances, I mean, they had all sorts of crazy stuff they were doing. They're giving themselves like milk enemas, then they would do that. Then they would pee, then they would masturbate on the audience and like all sorts of the craziest stuff that you would see with modern people like Marilyn Manson and stuff. It was like, they did all that, that was them. They had the, you know, they would swing from uh, a swing set and urinate as they were swinging and they didn't know how to play instruments but didn't matter. They wanted to like challenge and like basically start fights with the audience. It's a Gigi Allen effect you know it's confrontational um they'd use pornography nazi imagery of concentration camps um so they became notorious for for sort of being the avant-garde uh in your face and you know trying to like basically break all the rules of like the dadas and surrealists of their time
1: Oh, no, no, my, my 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 favorite thing that I read about them uh, regarding like the avant garde Dada stuff was when the first run of their first record, which was what second uh, outing, or mm-hmm. whatever the hell it was called, yeah. Um, when it ran out, they repressed the the second pressing. Everything was reversed, like the the mm-hmm. tracks were re- <laughs> like actual played like in reverse on the record. Um, so like it it just didn't, like. That's, that's crazy. That That's, uh, that's such a dick and beautiful move.
0: <laughs> Are you <laughs> messing with I us fucking, again, Rob? You're still fucking, yeah. God damn it.
1: <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll stop leaning forward. <laughs> oh, is it,
0: there's like a I'll, sonic field
1: or something's going on. I'll, I'll just stop getting excited about things and leaning forward. Weird. That's how we'll fix this. <laughs> yeah.
2: I fully back, yeah. I fully back this conceptually. It. I also want Is it, like, am I a square if I like don't want to get peed on at a show? I actually, I got peed on at a show last year.
3: Yeah, you did.
2: It wasn't throbbing gristle
3: though. Was it the gathering of the juggalos?
2: No, it was the black lips.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> and he was mostly peeing into his own mouth, but uh, we were up close. And so, so there was some splash. You'll have that.
1: Mm-hmm. You'll have that. Great happen. show. Great. No. Show. Well, well, Ben, I I just stand in the back at shows now, so you can still <laughs> go into the show and just be be a person like me who stands in the back. And we're too tall to be up front, anyways, buddy. We should be standing behind people anyways, because we're not jerks.
2: Man, I was I was stage left wings almost. I was I was up in the corner and it wasn't that crowded of a show. I just happened to get some pee on me. What
0: <laughs> happened? I I agree. I think that they have some innovative ideas, though. There are some tracks on this album where I'm like, yeah, that's that's kind of do something uh, different. Uh, like, what was it? Hamburger Lady, uh, Weeping and Hamburger Lady, ha- Hamburger Lady and AB7A. Uh, has a beautiful. sort of like,
1: it's a beautiful gorgeous. song,
0: has a sort of like slowed down and, and manipulated, uh, sort of synth sounds and, and things that are sort of sweeping through. I think I gravitate less to w- the song we're listening to now, like dead on arrival in the extended sort of, it sounds like people like jamming in a room, um, sort of caterwauling while someone's kind of just, experimenting with different sounds on on the actual instruments I would rather listen to things like the IBM noise um, elements rather than like field recordings and people sort uh, just just I say messing around but I, I I guess experimenting is. is They're making saying. art, Birch. Yeah. They're not messing around. They're
1: artists. See. You're make, <laughs> yeah, you're making am art. Am I still rub. doing it? You're making A- art right Am I still right doing now? the thing where? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it! What the fuck? I <laughs> uh, can't get away from it on right, this album. we right, we're gonna we're gonna experiment here, and that could have been it. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, well Birch, I'm I'm with you on some of it. I really liked IBM, but I thought Dun Arrival was a fucking sweet little dance number. Really? It's got that motoric beat. Yeah, the 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 beat gets me. Um Weeping was the one that I had the hardest time with. Like there's some just some weird ass like noise in that that bothered me. And I think it was just like a guitar or like bowing on a guitar or something that was just like, yeah. ugh.
0: Yeah, I like that though that's that's thing that's a lot of stuff i find interesting the sort of like chaos, chaotic noisy weird weird places i i find less I find things like dead on a, arrival which are feel more typical of a, a rock band experimenting than i than i do about something that's completely detached from a rock band
1: this reminds me this doesn't but you just reminded me of uh when we were listening to the birds a whole bunch and then they finally got a synthesizer yeah <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is what birthed like that birthed this by proxy <laughs> which is really fucking weird to think about <laughs> this is the birds fault <laughs> <laughs> is that like is that like a uh,
2: hey mister spaceman era yeah, birds? yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where would I have have heard Hamburger Lady? Like, I know that
3: song from somewhere. Because when I was listening to this record, Hamburger Lady came on, and I was like, I suddenly flashed back to hearing it for the first time like 20 years ago. Um, I think, do you remember Tim? He used to work at Goodwill. He had an apartment close to me in Indy, and then he lived on your couch. Oh, yes. He was a big Throbbing Gristle fan. I think he he probably played that song for you. What? Yeah, I heard Hamburger Lady and I just I got chills because that song always Creeped uh, the shit out of me Yeah, Weeping, Hamburger Lady and, and Home Time, like that trilogy Was just miserable Like I mean, it was really good Like it's <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very quality, it's very well done But uh, like listening to it at, You know, around You know, all Halloween I've just been binging Horror movies and like reading the news You know, and just waiting <laughs> for this election So like hearing this record, I'm just like suicide i guess you know it's just like (laughs) (laughs) Like, i was like maybe it's okay to live but after (laughs) songs i was like jesus christ like did you look at the lyrics for hamburger lady no you would care to elaborate gordy but gordy yeah it's about this like (laughs) severe burn victim and excruciating pain in a hospital for i don't know how long it goes on Yeah, home time is like a terrifying serial killer song. Like, Weeping is a stone-cold bummer. The song, somebody said that that song had an actual ABBA sample in it, but I haven't heard any. Hmm. Did you pick up on anything in there? I didn't. I didn't. Uh -uh. But I wasn't listening for it. Now I want to listen for it. Yeah, I was listening for it. Chris Carter, I guess, is like, that's his number one favorite group. And I heard that he was, you know, cheeky, and he like snuck a, like a, I don't know what it is.
2: And so AB7A is that supposed to be ABBA?
3: I believe so. Mm, mm. Cool.
2: I, I I wrote down next to that one. I liked like the sequencers. I also wrote. I was getting some like krautrock cosmic cosmic music vibes
3: from uh mm-hmm. from that one. It came out of nowhere. I thought I was going crazy. Like it's so different than.
0: Yeah, they um well. What they did is they actually had solos, so each one of the members did a song by themselves, and then they sort of put it on the the record. So that's why you have these, a bit of a strange influences or different sounding songs, is because they composed it themselves and then brought it into the sort of collective.
2: Were all of them like that, or were any of these songs
3: uh, collaborative? Yeah, some were collaborative. I think this
2: is I know at some point, Genesis and uh, Cozy were a couple, and I think their breakup was what dissolved the band. Yeah,
1: that's right. That was on Um, I don't know if
2: their breakup is still a few years from now.
1: Yeah. And we lost uh,
3: we lost Genesis Peorage uh, earlier this year. R.I.P. Yeah, we did it's uh I mean it's uh it's an answering machine message and it's this is for you you pig you said you'd rather be with cozy yes it's like I don't know
2: maybe that was someone leaving a message on the voicemail of like Jen and cozy I don't know if they were cohabitating but uh yeah it's wild
1: yeah uh, yeah weepy man this one's the hardest for me to get through <laughs>
3: I was so really excited.
1: resistant to it at first, but it just kind of,
3: I don't know, melted into it. Way <laughs> <playing, laughs> crying. <laughs> it feels like a horror movie. You're right. It does. Yeah. yeah. No, the track, uh, sometime like that reminded me. I and I know cause we just had Halloween, but do you guys remember like people would get the had sound effects and they would just like,
2: yeah.
3: Last them out in the neighborhood, and it's like Heck chains. It was
2: scary man.
3: And like a, a woman crying, you know. That's yeah.
0: That's what it sounds like. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you could probably repackage this album as one of those like spooky <laughs> Halloween sound effects, and like sell it at like big lots. You know. <laughs> For sure. Speaking of packaging, I know that it's not this album, but I love the packaging of uh. Was it like 30 funk soul greats or (laughs) uh, 20 jazz funk greats? (laughs) uh, So good. Their their goal with that one, if you haven't seen the album cover of it, it looks like some bargain bin compilation of mom music. It's the actual band, but they're dressed like they're in the JCPenney catalog. And they're standing on like a pastoral cliffside overlooking the ocean but uh that cliffside that they're standing on is uh is Beachy Head in England which is the number one suicide location cliff <laughs> in England
0: Oh my god <laughs> Oh I love it Yeah <laughs> Uh I was surprised too that that one was not on this list this was the one that was selected i don't know
2: one, one last thing to say with that one they, they were hoping with the album art of that one that someone would innocently pick it up at a woolsworth's or something and then just have their brain
3: melted and their life ruined <laughs> <laughs> <Let it on.
1: laughs>
3: so virtue you, you mentioned happened. this the story behind united that's where they took their most accessible song and sped it up to 16 seconds in length did anyone listen to the original i didn't have time to check it out
2: i also did not and i should have
3: yeah
0: it's it's a, it's more accessible and it's
3: yeah like when you say yeah. accessible <laughs> <laughs> accessible or like ab7a accessible
0: it's it's um it was called one of the first electro pop singles so okay
3: like there's a sense of humor
0: yeah Yeah, I think that's one of the things of the of the band, too, is the sort of mystique. There's sort of uh, mischievous in the way that they present things. Uh, Another pressing of this album had there were like a thousand copies that were recut with false track markers, each with like (laughs) they were equal in size. So it looked like it had, you know, 16 tracks. Uh, so all you, the couldn't, same length. Yeah. you couldn't just lay down the needle where you thought the track would start because it, it, that it was in the middle of a track, um, <laughs> just stuff like that, where it's, you know, it's a complete, these things are just, you know, them, I don't know, having goose or, or playing jokes on the, the listener.
1: Just make an art, <laughs> just make an art.
2: And I think that's, you know, when, we, we've we been talking about Public Image Limited recently and I was kind of it, pissed off when when John Lydon and co. would do stuff like that. That was kind of like a fuck you to the listener. It doesn't bother me so much when Throbbing Gristle does it. Like when they repress their album with everything backwards or put the, the track markings not where you think they're going to be. Because like you said, it's art when Leiden's doing it i just think he's being a dick when when throbbing and you know, like okay they're saying they're, they're making some kind of
3: artistic statement here fine line between clever and stupid
2: it is a very <laughs> fine line <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: I was, I was disappointed to realize that we're not going to get a lot of noise experimental bands that I thought might have deserved a place in the book or just be brought up. So I started thinking about them. We are going to get Ezroy and uh, Neubelten, uh album. So I was very excited about that. I was like, if they're not in and throbbing gristle is in, then that's it it would just not make any sense. But there are a lot of like we won't get swans and uh, oh. like uh, there are some other like more modern things like Naked City, uh, Melt Banana, Wolf Eyes, like Nurse with Wound, uh, Yellow Swans, like all this sort of uh, uh, Merzbo uh, or however you, people say that. Um, but there's like a lot of like noise uh, bands that w- were are definitely taking this stuff and like pushing it into a you know a different genre or like an industrial genre that we're not going to get like a majority of it i guess is what i'm saying so i'm this is kind of like a starter for a lot of those things but i find it weird that we're going to get this but we won't have like bridge the gap to like nine inch nails and ministry which we will get to later so but we'll get so can't complain yeah. But are we getting any power man five
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh I was we'll
0: get, disappointed too no. with like swans. I thought swans would at least have an album in here. Um, just having that sort of New York scene. I mean, I don't know how many Sonic Youth albums we're going to have, but man, they, they probably should be in here in some respect. Yeah. But,
2: at least one or
0: two, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I th- we're getting okay. This Get We can get Sonic Youth. Oh, yeah. We'll have at least, I want to say, two. Are we three getting one? Sonic Biscuit? Youth? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We're getting chocolate we starfish one. in the hot dog mm-hmm. flavored water, buddy. Flat. Flat. Flat.
2: yes, Five we times are.
1: Flat, no motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> are you guys pranking me? No. No. I've no, no, no. it, it it it
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like shit. And we've all felt like shit and been treated like shit, Kyle. <laughs> Motherfuckers want to up.
2: get YouTube
1: <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: Oh boy. Uh, I did think it was cool that they actually coined the phrase industrial music. Industrial music for industrial people. Right? Yeah, that is on cool.
1: The, on their industrial label. On their mm-hmm. industrial label.
0: Uh, it was the second album, second annual report where they coined that phrase. I think I feel like I feel pretty neutral on this. I don't hate it because I really like experimental things that are just completely outside of the box, um, which obviously they are pushing, but I don't love it. I mean, I don't, it's, it's very strange. The other day, Ann and I were having a discussion about, uh, she was like, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? Or like what freaked you out the most? And I had to think about it because part of me wants to be like, well, I've seen, like, videos of concentration camps from Nazi Germany. And that shit freaks me out because it's real and it's it's so disturbing that, like, that's what's going on. That's kind of how I feel about this album, which is funny because they used Nazi, like, concentration camp, like, imagery and stuff. But I feel like this album is... It's not necessarily, like, an album, like a music album. It feels more like a document of of weird experiments and art rather than something you would put on the shelf and sell. A performance if you will. So yeah. I, I'm neutral because I feel like it deserves a place and people should check it out to have the experience. But I will not probably never put it on just to have a <laughs> good time or maybe if I go in a dark place I'll I'll put it on. What do you
3: think? And I, I didn't want to listen to it. You know, I knew it was going to be rough. It was the only record out of the four that we did this, uh, this week that I couldn't play in the classroom. Everything was so crazy. You know, I'm filled with all this existential dread and on we, and just do it. And then I wanted to die. And then I felt a little better. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like movie to cry. And you just need a good cry the documentary, and you just bawl, and you feel a little better. So I, I give it a thumbs up, but I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. <laughs> I think that this
2: album is very effective. I think that Throbbing Gristle is communicating what they are were going for effectively. And on a conceptual level, I fully back it. I like that someone's doing what they're doing. I like that they're willing to go where they're going and and push stuff the way they're doing. I just don't know if I'm gonna revisit it or at least as an entire album. I might revisit some songs. And I wouldn't rec- I wouldn't recommend it to like, as a person that was specifically looking for someone, something that would you know, push them out of their comfort zone, was looking for something weird and subversive, or if it was someone I was fucking with. So I think that I'm going to go neutral on DOA. It's a hard
1: listen, but but <laughs> yeah. it's an important listen. And ultimately, once you get through it, yeah. you feel better at the other end. At least I did. So, yeah, I I believe that people should be made to listen to this. I'm going (laughs) with the positive.
3: Good. Can I? Can I? I'm sorry, real quick. Can I add on to that? If I'm ever listening to this again, something has gone wrong. (laughs) 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 Like, check on me, dudes.
1: (laughs) Fair enough, man. Uh, Unless it's AB7A and then things might be going all right.
3: Yeah, if you knock on my door and I'm listening to Weeping. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just on repeat Ew.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right all right next time we'll be talking about thin lizzie live and dangerous Thanks, y'all.